Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, it's Loveline with me and Dr. Chris. What's going on? I got drunk really fast. Damn, you're lightweight. Fuck, I took like, I was thirsty. You know when you're thirsty and you get like an alcoholic beverage? No, when I'm thirsty, I drink water. Well, whatever. (laughs) I'm not you and you're not me, so don't judge. Um, so tonight's guest is Tara Jolie. Hey, Tara. What up? So is it Tara or Tara? It's Tara, but it's not Jolie. It's Jolie. Hashtag, oh. I'm not bitter. Rosé. That's fancy. <laughs> Jolie. Where are we on here? Tara Jolie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Tara. You uh, I'm just right. thinking of uh, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Right. Everybody and their mom does think that, but yeah? I take it one step above that. It's <laughs> 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 very important. <laughs> I love that. Um, and so we were on Dance with the Stars together, and that's yeah, we how were. we met. And you're so lovable and so sweet. And thank you for doing this. Yeah, this is awesome. We've had oh, some good times together. You have no idea what awesome is because we didn't even start yet. <laughs> I can't wait. No pressure. I'm about to find <laughs> no out. Pressure. Dun, dun, dun. No pressure. There's your cocktail. Oh, party is officially gla- starting. Yeah, that's cut out of the shot. I didn't. Damn, she that. got you the glass. Cheers. Oh, this is good a big. I got, big I got a little. Big glass little hand. Red Bull. Cheers. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Um, and so Tara, your um your show, (laughs) Little Women of LA. Um, is this good? Did she fuck you up? Did she give you like a triple with like a (laughs) and heavy handed. (laughs) It's great. Listen, you'll just be fucked up, whatever. (laughs) Join the club. Um so your your show, Little Women. Yeah, we are back. Season six is happening. Sheesh. Season We're in six. the midst of filming it as we speak, and it premieres this year. It premieres at a whole new day of the week on Tuesdays, 9, 8 central in February, That's which perfect. is crazy. Yeah, everyone's on a Tuesday night looking for something good to watch. I I don't know if we're good. We're like the bad girls club, <laughs> but we're really small. <laughs> Really, I like all of you. I think you're all really likable. Okay, well, we got that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've watched and I didn't dislike anybody. That's rare. I can watch any show and have a problem with someone. But you're, you're sweet. You're like, she is not sweet. What, from what I know, you're sweet. She's sweet. You're witty. She's sweet. You're fun. She's sweet. Let me get that straight. She's sweet, Mm. but she's also not a pushover. No. At all. 
But that's like you. True. I'm trying to be like Amber. Yeah. Give <laughs> it the program. Careful. No, people no, people just think I'm a bitch. They don't think I'm sweet at That's all. That's not but true. I'm, I really am sweet. And thank you for saying that because I think that I'm the most amazing person in the world. We know you do. But <laughs> no, I like to think I'm I'm a sweetheart for sure. Um, and Tara, you're very sweet as well. Elisa, thank you. Elisa, I think I we're think always so. sweet when we, you know, like we're like charming girls, but when you need to like do business, you do business. True. When you need to get it done, get it done. When Very you need true. To, like not be so sweet, you can not be so sweet. There's some people that are just all the time sweet, and Amber and I just aren't that person. Yeah. I'm I, not the girl that's always gonna be like fake and super nice to you. I'm gonna be real. Good. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a complete I'm a I'm a pushover. I What? No, I am, and I'll be honest with you, I I kind of just realized that this year that um, I um, it's hard for me to be mean and it's hard for me to get really angry. Um, and it's just like, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people around me had to tell me that, like, people take advantage of me. So I like kind of analyze myself. And now I'm like now I see it. I've never seen you angry. I've never seen you mean. I've never seen you frustrated, and I've never seen you pissed. Exactly. How have I seen her frustrated, and you haven't? Because you danced with her. You did a show with <laughs> well, her. Well, you think. may have seen me like, oh, maybe. Well, listen, <laughs> those Max, stairwell conversations. Max pushed me. Max, that's what I'm saying. Like, it took a lot. It took a full week of pushing me like as hard as possible right. to get to that point. And even then, I still had compassion for him. Right. In no, that totally. moment, and I was just like. I love you. I'm sorry. He's like, don't be sorry. Just fucking do it. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it it's hard for me to get angry. I'm working on it. I'm trying to get angry more often. Mm, Hang around me. I'm I'll piss you off like. a couple times. Yeah. You're going to do that for? <laughs> I'll start doing that. You can't. Try it. <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> um, how about this? Let's talk about your music. Let's do it. What music that is. I'm like... You have an oh, album? I'm all up on it. Hello. <laughs> I have a couple of songs. So I was like all about this whole booty line of mine, right? And I was like, you know, Amber. Right. So I did come up with some fun songs about my derriere. And then I realized that as I was pregnant, it probably wasn't my forte at the moment. <laughs> and I made these like children's songs and with the children's songs it's been so much fun and I'm making another it's honestly just a passion project for me it's nothing that I'm like yay here I'm gonna go on tour performing kids songs <laughs> yeah I'm imagining how you motivate yourself to write children's songs because they're a little hokey don't they have to be hokey they're so hokey yeah, right. but when you have a little baby in front of you it's no longer hokey and you're like totally loving singing and when you mm. see that they're distracted by like your YouTube you're just very excited it's like the best thing in the world it's so cute it's amazing yeah it's the uh, beauty of becoming a dork when you're a parent it yeah, is for sure nerd totally is. yeah God. so we're teaching sebastian like how to rhyme nice and he wants to rhyme curse words all the time like that's his shit like he well that is probably lucking, why sucking sucking <laughs> fucking yeah. where's he where's that come and from he, <laughs> he, i mean you know he he drives around with me i have a bit of road rage mm -hmm. sometimes amber called me once we're on the phone once and, and amber out of the blue starts <laughs> screaming 
And I was like, what happened? She's like, Sebastian just walked around the house, grabbed the hose, turned it on, and just hosed me down. Oh, yeah. It gets better. So Amber's like, you know, joking. I'm going to whoop your ass. And he's like, fuck off. (laughs) She's like, what did you say? Sebastian's like, I said, fuck off. (laughs) I was like, damn. Sebastian's four. (laughs) No, he's three. He's not even four yet. Yikes. He's not even. But listen, me and my, my mom grew up in Brooklyn. I grew up in South Philly. We kind of say fuck a lot or fucking yeah. or motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but and what's going to happen when he's in school? Well, listen. <laughs> we'll face that hurdle. Yeah, he's he's lots very, of phone calls Listen, from he's a very, very smart boy. He's not angry. He's like his mother. He's right. not argumentative. So he'll say it in a way like if he stubs his toe or, you know, he'll never say it to a classmate. And he gets away with it because he's one of those kids that has that little puppy dog face when he says he's these like things. He's like a little pug. So you're like, oh, like when he, you know, he throws something at you and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be a heartbreaker. Like, no joke. Because he's yeah. got that little charming. But. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me you're not expecting any future, like principal phone calls or no 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 i'm not no he's a good boy no he really is a good boy and he's extremely smart and that's the thing like he knows how to say fucking and fuck and and he he does it in the right context as well so it's not it's he gets it in the right context he knows what he's after he saying. hoses down his mom. That's when he knows that. what he's saying <laughs> and, and, and he his does toe. it. And he also now he does it to get a rise out of me because at first I said, "Oh boy, you better watch your mouth. You don't say that. You're a good boy, and those are bad words." And so now he says, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck," and he makes a little song out of it. And I'm like, I don't care. I say fuck all the time. I don't care. You can say it all the time. It doesn't matter. So I played a reverse psychology <clears throat> on it, and it kind of it kind of helps. I just am trying to imagine Amber rolling up to the principal's office. Like, what are you what are you wearing that day? Like, <laughs> you know, me rolling up in your new. I, I, I want to know. In something Saint Laurent, possibly a fur. I don't think they're ready for you, you in know? your Christian to your glasses, a slut hat, unwilling to take them off. <laughs> of course, <laughs> sitting there with them off. How dare you yeah. ask me to take my shades off? In this office how dare you god okay can we move on yes. I was a fly on the um, wall. <laughs> that would be awesome real. it will happen and i'll and we'll have we'll have a uh, the, the video Look, if you need backup bring dr donnie with you and, and you'll just, be like listen psychologically yeah, yes exactly <laughs> he knows what he's saying okay <laughs> oh man <clears throat> so how serious do you want to get right now we have right. some serious topics to talk about Whatever, let's break it down. You ready? I'm always ready. Okay, so Dr. Chris, yes. um, you want to bring this in? You sure. were on the doctors the other so, day. So, uh, yeah, Monday an episode of the doctors aired. Yeah. We're actually, God, I already just talking about it. I get all like uh, tense. So essentially what happened was, we're going to play a clip of it. But before we do, let me kind of set it up. <clears throat> um, I was brought on to work with this, uh, to answer some questions, sex right. and relationship questions. And they had on a, a model and a like dating expert. Okay. Which means whatever that means. I follow. <clears throat> and not I, a licensed practitioner. Right. 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 Okay. Like Amber's a dating coach. Yeah, and I'm really <clears throat> not. But so, I am just from life experience. I'm sitting there and I answer the question and feminism's important to me. Uh, body positivity is important to me. Sex positivity, feeling good, healing, liberation, all this stuff. 
And I'm on either side of me. I have both of them going into full on slut shame, anti-sex mode, sexism all over the place. <clears throat> One of them being a female saying all this. Mm -hmm. And I just was like in shock. The audience is cheering them on. And let's let's play a little. Do you have the clip ready? I do. You guys aren't going to hear the audience. Okay. Let's, let's play it. I'm an audience though. <laughs> yeah. Tara needs to hear it. To be some men need to earn their woman it's a level of respect and you know what as tradition keep it basic i know there's a lot of things going on keep it basic a man earns you he respects you intimacy there's time to develop yeah, it's emotions. a little sexist though i don't i don't I'm, I'm a feminist in the way i practice as a therapist so i don't subscribe to sexist gender norms where i work with a lot of women that want to explore sexual compatibility or they've had some kind of sexual trauma and part of their work is learning how to be more um, confident in their sexuality and in their body, and they've had relationships where sex wasn't prioritized. And so I have those clients work with addressing um, that issue on the front end. But in a world where so many women are looking for an emotional connection, I don't think sex on a first date is going to give them what they want. If not, Matthew would not be where he's at because we are looking for an emotional connection with sexual compatibility. The, yes, but sex is a level of emotional connection. Let's not rule sex out as though it's some other form of... Well, it, but it's not always. It's so, Tara, what do you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, can we... So, wait. So, you, you sent me the clip. I did. Who sent me the clip? I did. Can we play it for Tara real quick, if the audience doesn't mind that's listening? Can we play it for her? Because she, she, she wasn't capable of hearing that. Can we play it from your phone, Chris? <clears throat> oh, yeah, for sure. And so... So, so we're going to, by the way, while you're looking for that, did he not look super fucking handsome? Oh, thank super you. Super handsome. Super handsome. Like, oh my God. <laughs> um, I, I love, I keep saying more, say more. Uh, what was really distressing was this. <clears throat> uh, why can I not find it? And you have it on your, in you your text message? You sent it to me. Somebody sent it to me. Oh, you sent it to me, Anne. In a group text with me and Dr. Chris. So you can hear it. So basically, in a nutshell, what you're about to hear is, and you can make your own decision on how you feel. We're not ever going to judge on this show. But the two people that weren't Dr. Chris kind of thinks, they, they think how most people think, right? I, I feel that way yes. because I, I argue with people that think this way. Um, and it pisses me off. And so when you sent me the link, I was like screaming at the phone watching the video because I was like, this can't, this yeah, can't be Yeah, because basically real. what they were saying is <clears throat> if, if you lead with your sexuality confidently and you have sex sooner than later, well, what is the guy to think of you then? And girls should act a certain way, and guys should expect girls to act a certain way. Like all old school. Totally. And if a girl and has sex too soon, yeah, if the girl has sex too soon, well, what would a guy think of that? And it's like, number one, your sexuality shouldn't be based on, or your confidence, what a guy thinks, as though your ultimate goal in life should be to make a guy happy and to get a guy. Right. Number two, oh. if you're confident having sex sooner than later, by all means, you should do that. Number three, don't date people that are going to judge you based on your sexuality. Date people that are going to judge you based on whether or not you're a good person right number four be a little more feministic and support women in making decisions that make sense for them based on their body and their sexuality <laughs> number five <laughs> unless you want to end up in my office it's important to explore sexuality as an important level of compatibility mm -hmm. and not assume that that's something that just figures itself out down the road if you like someone enough. and their argument was 
Um, and what I was yelling at is when they're like, you know, uh, are we okay? Did the video end? Yeah, you're on. Okay. Um, their argument was um, that uh, women think that they're going to uh, get an emotional attachment by having sex. And that was, it was just, and the reason why I was screaming is because it's not always an emotional attachment. Maybe I don't want emotional attachment. Maybe I don't even want that. Maybe I just want to have sex or. Maybe you just want to have fun like he wants to have fun. Yes. Right. Why is it always about what he wants? He'll like you more if you wait. He'll want to be with you if you don't give it up too soon. Right. But what about what we want? And that's the problem. Is the whole perspective so- was was male centric. Yeah. It's about getting a guy. What will the guy think, and what does a guy want? And it's the like, girls right. were clapping, and the totally girls clapping. were like, "Yeah." And the model I- said, "The model said, like, well, I finally got this great man, and that's because I made him wait for sex. Really? So you use sex as a, as a bait and a tool to trap someone? That's right. gross. Totally." You know, and I walked away thinking like feminism is such an important ideology and philosophy right now at this time. But a lot of women think that they're feminists because they are female identified and have female anatomy. And that doesn't make you a feminist. Feminism is the way you live in the world and see the world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It was just really a rough day. (laughs) Anyway, aired on Monday. Do you have a video? Play that for Tara. Can she? What are you saying he's going to pull it out? I'm just going to play it one more time. And what was a kicker is all the great tweets and direct messages that came in after saying like, you don't understand women, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I do. I've worked with hundreds of thousands of them in the decade and a half of being a psychologist and a sex therapist and all women want something different. Yeah. Right. And like, you don't know what women Just want. Like I'm every like, every man wants something different. Totally. And like, you don't know what women want. I'm like, I, you don't know what women want. You only know what you want. Right. You're going to speak for all the women that are in existence right, right now. You can't do that. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. But we deprioritize it as though emotionality should come first, sometimes if that's what you want. There's nothing wrong with using your body and your sexuality to market yourself, to lead, to connect, to get to know someone. Yeah. Or how about all the people that wait to have sex and then finally have sex... And, and you end it's up in my horrible. office because <laughs> you're not compatible. You thought if I liked them enough and I was attracted enough, sex right. would work out. It doesn't go like that. It's also not just like a man. I mean, I, I don't want to get, but religion plays a lot of mind games with people as well and how they view themselves and view their marriage and view like uh, what they should be doing. And I feel like in today's day and age, would you rather have horrible sex for the rest of your life or kind of like shop the market and see what's out there <laughs> and before before you purchase right <laughs> no i mean like let's be a hoe shop around That's well my here's, motto. here's the thing we also <laughs> are staying married and in relationships longer because we're living longer yeah there's a time yeah. when we died at like 16 and you had to be married for like two years totally i think right. like my gra- my mother I mean, my grandmother hopped out of school so that she could get a job farming and she got married before she was 20 and it was totally a normal thing. Wow. Yeah, and I'll tell you, um, your sexuality is gonna go somewhere. And if it's not going to your partner and the person you're in a relationship right. with, it's gonna go somewhere. All right, well on that note, we have Scott on the line. We're taking live callers. Hi Scott. Hey, hey, is this Amber? Hey, yes it is. Whoa. Hey. Um, it, Whoa. <laughs> it's amazing. And Tara's here. And Tara and, and Dr. Chris. Chris. Oh, my God. What's going on? What's your question? How are you? Um, I am 
Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, okay, so good. here's my question for you guys. Um, listen, I sell cars for a living, and I'm really, really interested in this girl, which I've sold a car to. And basically what I'm asking you is, like, how do I turn a re- professional relationship into one that's a little bit more personal? You know, i am always been a little bit nervous about dealing people that I either work with or that I've actually, like, had as clients. Um, is she, does she like come to the dealership all the time or you kind of have her number on, uh, legal documents like, only? Yeah. Well, yeah, a, a little bit of both. But, like, you just mostly, nailed it. Legal documents only. Well, this is it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've sold at least one car to her. So, you know, I'm working on the second one right now, but yeah, you know, it's, it's something where I have her number on my cell phone and like I've phoned her and stuff in the past, but it's always something where, um, I try and, you know, I try and do it more. Uh, personally as opposed to professionally and like I just try and bridge that connection but I, I I don't know if I should like fully go for it or even like how I should do it like is it something where I can just work it in casually I mean listen I I feel like I feel like if you really really like her um you definitely I don't I wouldn't like a text message if you called me and said hey listen you know I know we have a professional relationship but I think you're very beautiful and I would love to take you out sometime. I would probably definitely go out. If I was single and I I thought you were like kind of cute, I would definitely go out with you. So, um, um, but okay. be prepared for her to be like, listen, you can't just call my fucking phone. I bought cars from you. Well, like, yeah. this is unfair that you're like kind of, you and know, that's... calling my personal phone number. Like, how do you know she's single to begin well, with? Have y'all had like a conversation that's true that is, that's really true but i know that you know last time i talked to her anyway it sounded like she was single so you know i'm sure it's worth a try what does that sound like just like dropping hints every once in a while you know you check you know. well if she's dropping him what do you think you it, it's it's a it's a funky gray area it's right. when she said legal document look i mm-hmm. back in college i once was uh i went i got a membership at a yeah. gym crunch in new york and the girl who was like doing the memberships gave me her card as they do. And they're like, if you have any questions about the membership, she's, you know, and like three hours later, I texted her because she was like really, really hot and totally my type. She was like all edgy. <laughs> and, um, and the problem was because they give their card out like you do and you say anything you need and you've kind of socialized a little bit. Yeah. It can get murky where I had to be very direct for her to know I wasn't calling because I had a question about yeah. You didn't want a personal trainer. Yeah, I said, like, can we hang out sometime? And I think I said in a more, like, vague okay. way. And she still was, like, She's unsure. Like, My rate is $49 <laughs> <laughs> per hour. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we can hang out three times a week for $50 an hour. And I was like, no, no, no. Would you like to go out sometime? Yeah. So I say a couple of things. If you want to ask someone on a date, always use the word date. Okay. No one yeah. wants to be confused and unclear. All right, I understand but that. But be very careful. So yeah, because I don't know the professionalism of the organization you work for and how they might feel about. No, that. I understand that, and that definitely makes sense. Like, be clear on the message that you want to purvey, but like, you know, make sure that it's it, it's professional too, and be aware that you know, even if it doesn't work out, like it's it's still worthwhile maintaining that uh, that relationship, you know, professionally. I yeah. think you should go for it, man. Yeah. Just do it. Cool. Call her right <laughs> now. Can you call her on well, yeah, freeway? Let's while, yeah. while, you're, uh, while you're on with us? Um, I actually, admittedly, I, I just got a new phone and I don't have a number saved in my new phone or else, you know, maybe I would. 
Wow, she's that special. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> those legal documents. Can we, can we call you back at the end of the show? And can you call her on three-way live with us? Um, you know, I, I'm not at the dealership. I'll see what I can find. You know, if I got a number, absolutely, Amber. You can call me whenever. All right, we'll call you back, cool. Scott. Take you care. You got it. Thanks. Okay, we're going to take a little break, but we're going to be right back. So y'all hang in there with us. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Okay, so the phone number to call in is 213. 213-375-5258. That's 213-375-5258. And we're here with Tara Jolet. Hey. Hey. (laughs) She's like a quadruple threat. Yeah, because you kind of do it all. Like literally, you do it all. Thanks. You dance. I try. You sing. Oh, I don't dance. You act. You dance, girl. <laughs> you dance better than my ass. Shit. You raise babies. <laughs> <laughs> you do it all. <laughs> I dance. Do you know how much hate mail I get on like social media about like my dancing on Dancing with the Stars? Saying what? Like. You can't dance. I'm like, yeah, I know. You're it's like, thanks for watching. Always nice to meet a fan. <laughs> no, thanks for taking the time out of your afternoon to type that to me. I'm like, shit, wow. I, I tried. It was very hard. Was it, it was very super hard? hard. No doubt. It was very hard. It was one of the hardest things I'll ever do. Yeah. I said wow. it was just, it was like that and, and being pregnant was the hardest. The two hardest things of your life. You agree? Pregnancy and Dancing with the Stars? Two hardest things in your life? Totally different spectrums. Yeah. <laughs> but I think being a mom in general is definitely in that category. No, I'm just saying pregnancy in general. But I had a really hard pregnancy. Yeah. Um, but um, Dancing with the Stars was fucking hard. Wow. It was super hard. Like, you have to, you have to become... It's like saying, hey, play football at a professional level in one week. Because watching it, it doesn't look easy. But it looks fun. Totally. So when she would tell me how unfun it could be at times because of how unfun. hard it was. It's horrible. I loved it though. I love being tortured and screaming and <laughs> cry- going home and crying and then knowing Always that it was going to be okay. Just one dancing. <laughs> so horrible. Interesting. All right, we have Savvy on the line. <laughs> Savvy. Amber. Hi. Oh my God. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much, dude. I just me too. I love you so much. I love you too, honey. You're on with uh, me, Tara, and Dr. Chris. <laughs> What's your question, babe? Hey, Amber. So, like, okay, I've been talking to this guy for almost seven months now. The only problem is that he lives all the way in California, and I live in Texas. My question is, when do you think the right time to say I love you is? I feel like we're ready to say it, though we claim each other, right? But, like, there was this one incident where I was on the phone with him and I was with my pet. And I said, oh, I love you, Chewy. And he kind of freaked out. He was like, wait, what'd you say? Can you say that again, please? And obviously when I said it, I was like, oh, I love my pet. He was like, oh. So, like, do you think we're ready to say it? Warning, warning. If he got nervous hearing you say that to your dog. <laughs> or maybe yeah. he was like, hey, like, maybe he thought that she was trying to tell him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he was like, he no, definitely. Maybe he got, well, maybe but he got happy. Like, can you repeat did. that? Was that for me or was that for your pet? Do you yeah. mind if I ask how old you are? Yeah, we're both 20 years old. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I was just curious because sometimes when young men hear that word, they're not ready. She, he wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, like he really is a sweet guy. Like his friends show me messages when we're not talking. And he's pretty much like, oh my God, Fabby, like I really want to cuff her. She's the best. She's good. Everything. All right. Well, his that's- friendship. Girl. Okay. <laughs> he wants um, to cuff her. Yeah. I mean, listen. It's confidence. Um, you know, I think you should say it when you feel it. Okay. Amber, are you opposed to saying it first? Yeah. Yeah, that's what everybody I says too. It's an echo. No, because um, Amber's a confident person. Look, me and Amber, I said it first in my relationship that I'm in now. I said it first. Um, really? How long did that take? Um, it didn't take long, but it, the feeling was mutual, and it nice. and and um when it happened, it happened, and. You know, um, I wasn't rejected, honestly, and it was just—it was awesome. And even if I—and even if I was like, "Yo, I'm not ready for that," I still felt. The I wasn't same way. rejected. Okay, love that. Yeah, because here, here's my theory that I drop on everyone. There's two ways to date: either manipulative and inauthentically, where you play the game and you try to say what you think you're supposed to say when you're supposed to say it. That will never work. Mm-hmm. I'm about confident and authentic. So my answer is: you say I love you when you love them, and if they're not there, then they should say thank you. I'm complimented. I'm not there yet, and you say that's awesome. But I have a lot of love for you. So say it when you feel it. Oh yeah. I, I, I yeah. I'm there right? because it's very similar to the whole sex conversation. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, you can say it in the first date or you can say it on the fifth date. Yeah. yeah. You just know the feeling that you have. I think you should, you know. Don't be ashamed of it. It's yeah. a compliment as well. He should say thank you. It is. Absolutely, Chris, for sure. <laughs> thank you for calling Thanks. in, Savvy. Bye. Uh, you guys, leave uh, questions for us on the live stream, please. We will answer them. We are watching it. But in the meantime, Amber, what do you have for us there? Um, lift, lift, yes, lift. Here, can you? I'm a little sure drunk. thing. Thank you. All right, so lift. <laughs> what do I do when I don't want to drive or I'm going out with my friends and someone's going to drink? We call a lift. Always. <clears throat> it's the app that gets you in minutes. It's on demand. It's 24 hours, and lift is always cheaper than taking a cab. Yes, always, always. and I- safer. It's no money exchanged. Everything is through an app. Um, I, I love lifts. I feel like they come super, super fast. There's so many cars out there. There's so many different cars. Yes. Because there's times where you just need to go down the street and you need something quick. And then it's a moment at night where you need an SUV and they're for you. They're there for you as well. Um, and, um, and I, I live by Lyft. And guess what? Right now. Mm. Lyft is offering our listeners a special deal. You can get three free rides up to $10 each. (laughs) That's a $30 value if you enter the promo code LOVELINE. Mm, mm, mm. So download the free Lyft app. You got to download the app, promo codes LOVELINE, and uh, put that into the payment section, and you'll start your three free rides. $30 value. Uh, LOVELINE's the promo. Mm, All right. Don't drink. That's how I'm going home. Hey. Hey. Tara's boozing it up. We're going to put her in a lift and send her home <laughs> to her babies. <laughs> um, okay, so we have Trey on the line. Trey, what's going on, man? What's up, Trey? You're on with Amber Rose, Tara, and Dr. Chris. Howdy. Hello. Howdy from Texas, Amber, Dr. Chris, and Tara. Um, Hi, first, I want to say... <laughs> first, I want to say it's, it's really an honor and privilege. Um, it's an honor and a privilege to be invited to speak with you guys. I, I really love the show and what you guys are doing to spread uh, sex positivity into the world. And 
Dr. Chris, I want to say I'm almost done with your book, Sex Outside the Lines, and it's one of the best, most positively affirming works on sexuality I think I've ever come across. So thank you for taking all the time you did to write it. That means a lot. Thank you so much for saying that. Sure, sure. My pleasure. Um, So my question is, I feel sexually fluid as a male. Um, It feels like women are given infinite permission by our society to be sexually fluid, but no one really discusses male sexual fluidity. And if they do, it's often in a negative light. Um, Dr. Chris, do you believe in male sexual fluidity? And why do you think we tend to look at this issue differently when considering males versus females? Yeah, it's interesting. Like we, I was talking about this a month ago with someone. I don't remember where I was, but you know, women are allowed to have been with a man, then be with a woman, and then go back to being with a man and be like, oh, I, you know, I realize I'm straight. We're like, okay, that's cool. But if a guy ever puts a penis in his mouth or goes near another man, we're like, you're gay. You're you're not allowed to circle back, right? Yeah. I mean, my my bait. So yes, I do believe in male fluidity because I believe in fluidity of everything. Our gender is fluid. I believe gender can change. You know, clients come to my office and they say, I don't know what gender I am. And I say, don't choose one. Be a man one day, be a woman the next day, be neither the next day, change your mind hour to hour, day to day. These aren't real things. And so male sexual fluidity is a really beautiful thing. But Trey, as you probably know, it's very, very advanced. And it takes a lot of confidence to own that because we have a really homophobic culture. Right. Yeah, it, but I think it's I think people like you talking about it hopefully give other guys permission to say I want to either be with a man uh, directly or maybe I want to be with a man indirectly by having him in the room or sharing a woman and I want them to, I want all guys to know that that doesn't have to necessarily mean that there's a label for you or um, you can't come back from that if it's something you just want to try and see how it feels. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this this come this uh, this conversation comes up because um, of my involvement um, in the swinger community, and a lot of the guys really um, express curiosity, but they're concerned that they're going to be happy. Like if they are fluid in any kind of way, that it's going to be like this label of gay that's thrown on them, and that they're going to be somehow outcasted um, or what have you. And so I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a frustrating topic because uh, again, it feels like um, for us guys, there's kind of a double standard, um, and that uh, we're not really given that kind of permission to explore that without you know having a, a label thrown on us or or what have you. So I just kind of wanted to know what you guys thought about that. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. And again, as a psychologist and a sex therapist, I want everyone to try everything. <laughs> like I think I there's agree. a health in that. You know? There's a list that Dr. Chris has for me <laughs> to try. Wait a minute. This is Did actually you list off some of those things that are on your list. Tara, I have a list running of all the things Amber hasn't done yet sexually that she has to. Oh, I got blasted by the bisexual community already because I said that I didn't want to date a bisexual guy. Um, and, uh, is you that, know, is let that me true? clarify that. I don't think that gay sex is disgusting at all. I'm that's that that wasn't my thing. That wasn't what I was gonna say. Honestly, I was just saying that most of my relationships that I've had, guys cheated on me with women. It's like I don't want you to cheat on me with a guy too. It really was very light and kind of funny, and people kind of made it into something you know bigger than what it is. Um, I've dated transgendered people. Uh, I've dated women, I've dated feminine women, I've dated masculine women. Um, I really do feel like I am open to everything, even after that conversation that we had. I was like, I fucking love Frank Ocean. Frank Frank Ocean is openly bisexual. 
And I was like, I totally would be with him and then like a boyfriend and then we would all just kind of live together and it would be like super dope. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's like only if I know what's going on, you know, oh, Amber, but Love it's her. true. Three in one house. That sounds fun. Yeah. Derek Barry, who was on <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Shout Race. Shout out to Frank Ocean. Oh. He has he two boyfriends, name. which I thought was very outside the box. Oh yeah, that's and they all live together, right and yeah. Think of the beauty of that, though. It's great. Like, yeah, there's a stress when there's only one person, right? But when you have another person, totally agree. <laughs> just drift <laughs> off with them. For Sometimes the day of the you night. just need to be with somebody else. Oh god, I would. <laughs> Tara, what are you saying, Tara? Is this something you're thinking about? <laughs> no, but I can totally get the would fluidity of it. Would you be in a polyamorous relationship? I would be very open to almost everything, as long as the people that I love were just as open. Mm. Hmm, that's very sweet All right. so if your partner was like I want to try being with a, a dude what would you say like, like I said if he was interested in that I would totally be up for it and kind of like you said like I would let him know how it made me feel afterwards but you don't know what those experiences I mean I, I'm not that innocent so it's like <laughs> I feel like do people think you are <laughs> I feel like I've experienced a lot and I've seen a lot and um, I just know that like even the community that he was speaking of I did I did a swingers event once and I like hosted it I didn't know that I was hosting a swingers event and it was very nude and very free but they do have that I mean like the women are with men men are with women even though they can be with anyone mm-hmm. in that party environment but they were very strict well, about that. And I don't said. feel like, yeah. It's that anxiety that if I am seen watching a man or touching a man, that that means something implies something, Most something definitely. that I can't circle back. Quick question though. What did you think you were hosting? Okay. <laughs> that turned out to be a swingers event. So I was literally uh, impersonating an artist and I had this whole day um, planned and they thought I was going to be stripping and they were maybe because my price, I have no idea, but I wasn't stripping. <laughs> and so ironically, I was the only one that wasn't naked at this I party. I would love to see you strip. <laughs> I would pay so much money Wait, to see you strip. This is a great story. What? I, <laughs> that would be amazing. I, and yeah, so, and if you're not, I mean, I learned a lot about the swinger community. I was a unicorn, which meant like I came by myself, but I Never mind. Anyways, it was just, it was an interesting <laughs> evening. But you had uh, a good old time. A good old time. <laughs> but I definitely saw that kind of mentality within what was happening in front of me. Mm. It was like a visual porno. Yeah. Like you're alive, like it's happening. It's right there. That's sick. It's, Am- it was very exciting. My husband was very upset that I didn't bring him. <laughs> next, next time. <laughs> um. Well, I had a threesome once and it was. Mm. We're gonna open that up again. No. Have you ever a done story. a couple swap? No, I'm too selfish, and I and I love to way too hard. I've done in kind of a couple swap. Uh, do tell. Uh, no, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next but it caller. Went well. It went well. <laughs> next caller is Jackson. Hi, Jackson. Hello, you're on with Amber Rose, Tara, and Dr. Hello, Chris. how are you? I'm wonderful, how are you? Great, great. Great, what's your question, honey? Um, I haven't had a girlfriend in 10 years, and I'm wondering how I'd be able to get to the 
from the first date to the second date on and on to the girlfriend stage. Dr. Chris. Um, well, I would say this. You haven't had a date in 10 years or you haven't had a committed relationship I, in 10 years? I've, I haven't had a girlfriend in 10 years. I've had okay. flings and such, but I haven't had a girlfriend in 10 years. Okay. And so the question is not that you have a problem meeting people. It's that you have a problem getting it to the serious phase. Getting to the girlfriend stage, yes. And what usually happens before you get there? I I go from the... I get to the first date, and then I... um, And then I... um. And then I don't know how to ask to the second date and the third date and so on and so on to the girlfriend stage. So let's ask Tara and Amber, what is the best way that you've ever been asked? What What is comfortable for you guys that makes you want to move forward? Honestly, for me, I feel like most of the time, especially in my, like my 20s, it kind of I would just hang out with them so much that they would eventually like introduce me like, yo, this is my girl. And I'd be like, fuck, I'm in a relationship. It surprised attacked you? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel your- like I've always been in relationships my yeah. entire life. Um, and then as I got older, I was kind of like, no. But let me think. Um, confidence is really big for me. Like I'm attracted to confident men. And I feel like if you're hesitant, if you're showing that hesitance and sometimes it's cute but overall in the beginning you want to feel like you're equal and you want to be that confident person that can say like hey I have this great and it doesn't even have to be anything big but just maybe like coffee or something and then who knows what coffee would lead to yeah, because I don't know. I mean, some of the some of the people you're talking to might also be talking to other people. I mean, a lot of people right. are using apps right now. And so if they're on Tinder, they might be, you know, exploring and dating three people, five people. And so I think these days it's about just putting some time in and consistently staying in contact, consistently asking to spend time with them. Okay. And as something happens in terms of a match or compatibility, some of the other people tend to just start to fall away. Because right. people tend to want to focus on people that they've been, you know, enjoying spending time with. So my answer is more: you got to put the time in there. You have to just keep yeah. following up, stay connected, For and keep sure. pushing forward. <clears throat> all right, that's what I did. That's what we all did, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm one of those people where, when I'm single, I'm talking to multiple people. I don't commit right off the bat until I find someone really special, and then I zero in on them and I keep very close contact and I go right in. Yeah, and you hunt your prey. But can I tell you what, what, what <laughs> I do? Like when I when I really really like someone and they text me, I feel like most people nowadays they'll be like, "Hey," and then you say, "Hey." And it's like, yo, like, what are you doing? What's and you're up? Like, Nothing. Yo, What's up with you? What are you chilling. doing? Nothing. What are no. you doing? Nothing. But instead, what I do is, and I know this sounds super corny and just really like not even anything special, but I just add an exclamation mark. And what that does, listen, what that does is let them know that I'm excited about them. So it's like, what are you like, doing? Hey. Nothing. Exclamation. No, not nothing. Oh. No, he's saying like, but like she's saying hey, like, hey, like, hey. How you because, doing? Hey, I get it's you. Like, oh my god, she's really happy that I just text her. Right, this is awesome. You know, and I find that something that minor goes a long way because if I text somebody that I kind of like or I find attractive, and they hit me back with a, hey, how are you? 
you know, question mark, exclamation. I'm like, wow, this is fucking cool. They and actually care. Who knew it was that easy to hook Amber? You just have to add that extra punctuation. It's true. Yeah, it's if, all you about act, punctuation. if you act like you don't give a shit, if you're too swagged out to like act like you're excited that I fucking text then, you, then I'm bounce. not interested. That's horrible. Right. That's horrible. Yeah, Jackson, don't be too cool, but you don't sound like the kind of guy that's going to go cool. that way. Consistency. I know I like people and I lead with a lot of consistency. I stay close. I stay in contact. I'm not one of those people that's like, hope you're having a great day, which is a very like closed ended. There's nothing really to say to that. Right. Like, I'm hitting them up throughout the day being like, how's your day going? What are you up to? I stay close. I follow up a couple hours later. Yes, me too. You know? Yeah. So close. And if they don't consistent. like it, fuck them and move on. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. then you're looking for two then different just things. swipe a few more times. Yeah. Good, good luck, go. Jackson. Thank you, Jackson. Thank go you. online. Stay online. Lots Thank of people Thank you, babe. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, any questions on Facebook Live, y'all? Are- I think that our I think that our Facebook Live started over. Got it. I think I think everything got fucked up. Let me let me go ahead and refresh it real quick. Um, what does that mean? So now I'm gonna look back at my text and just see how many exclamation points. I never say fifty two minutes ago. <laughs> So like, funny. look, she just okay. said, hey, with no exclamation point. <laughs> not into it. Clearly not into it. So oh, okay. We have pe- okay. Hey. All right. Look. <laughs> Boom. Shade. Yes. Why do they say it's shade? It's not shade. We're love. never shady. Love. Wait, we love like everyone. Um, I'm trying to. We have a caller on the line. Who is this? This is George. George, what's going on? You're on with Amber, Tara, and clearly me. Hey, how you doing, Amber? Hey, George, how are you? I'm good. You're on with Tara and Dr. Chris as well. Yes. Well, okay, so basically this is my situation. Um, I met this guy on Grindr a couple days ago, and y'all probably already know what Grindr is. It's a gay app. But um, I'm really feeling this dude. And um, I actually wrote to you last week, and um, I asked you if a guy's interested in you, does he have to text you all day? Um, But I don't know. Like, he told me yesterday that he's feeling me, he wants to get to know me, but he wants to take things slow. So my question is, how do I pursue this situation? Do you want to take things fast? Huh? Do you want to move faster? Yeah. Like, a part of me really does. Like, I was willing to put my wholeness aside for this dude. Like, for real. And, like, I'm... I'm, I'm gay. I'm from <laughs> That's love. That, that is love. <laughs> put that wholeness aside. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Would I really like this dude. you put your wholeness aside, honey? <laughs> yes. I done put my wholeness aside, too. And I'm, 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 I'm glad I did it. But, shit, that's a step. Yeah. That so I'm like, That is a step. I had to, I had to block motherfuckers from my phone and shit. Like, it's a step. And I'm willing to do that. And that's I'm willing love. to do that. Like, this dude, like, he got my attention for sure. So, mm-hmm. I'm just like... I don't know. Like, he told me that he's he's feeling me, but he just wants to take it slow, but he's not really looking for a relationship right now, so... Well, listen, I think that's complete bullshit because there's so many guys that I've dated for years that said they weren't looking for a relationship at first. Mm -hmm. You can win win them over. You can 100% win them over, but just know in the back of your mind that there is a possibility that they're they're not going to take it to the next level. How many times have you hung out? Oh my god, I only hung out with him once. 
Damn. <laughs> he got that fire. Yo, he got me, yo, I'm telling you, he got me so strong. Like, it's it's crazy. Oh, Lord. Yo, I've fallen in love on in one hour in. I mean, like, seriously, I, I don't I know it. what he it's did. Happened. And it was yeah. off a of grinder. So clearly, I know what his intentions were if he was on grinder. But but that's fine. That 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 doesn't matter. Just because you know, doesn't it mean was you can't one, find love. It, yeah, it was one fuck one time. It doesn't mean that you we can't didn't even fuck though. That's the crazy shit. George, hang in there. I, I you know haven't hung out once. This person might not know you well enough to be willing to focus in on you mm-hmm. more than you're comfortable. So, like, give it, give it a little more time. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'm gonna you do have that. To put your time in there. Do you at least have a second date? Uh, no, because he's he's always working or he works third shift, and it's like our schedules are conflicting. So it's like, uh, so I'll just text. Here's him. what I want you to do. You know, I told him George, I was like, listen, you, you know, we can go to the movies whenever you're ready. Like, just hit me up. Let me know what's going on. What's hair? So <laughs> mouth and I, to me. I just I, I I feel bad because you're all about it, and it, it um I feel like you should just have fun until that next. Yes, Tara's they killing it. I'm this doing it. Like, I'm trying. Do. I'm trying to keep my mind occupied. George, do that. Do that. Seriously. Keep keep dating while being very interested and focused on this person. Keep hitting this person up. Mm-hmm. See where it goes. Yeah. Allow yourself the possibility of having other people possibly being interested as well. For sure. Okay. While still being open to focusing more on this guy if he gets to that point where he wants to do that. And you'll land somewhere good, I promise. All right. Yeah, definitely. I'm down right, with call that. Call back and let us know. Yeah, call back and give us an update for sure. No, I am, girl, for real. And real quick, when are you coming to the neighborhood in Philly? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, are you calling from Philly? I'm in Reading. I'm actually right outside of Philly. Oh, okay. You know me and Dr. Chris are both from Philly. Philly? Oh, my God. We're both from South Philly, though. Okay, yes. okay. I used to live on um, 8th and Jackson. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I grew up. I grew up on top of the Chinese corner store on Broad and Ellsworth, right across the street from the Broad Street Diner. Shout out! Oh to South my Philly. God! Broad Diner, Midtown Diner. What? Remember Midtown? Midtown, yeah. Okay, okay. There's like ten of them. Well, yes. you need to come to the neighborhood and grace us with your presence. Okay. <laughs> I will try, my darling. All right, baby. Thank you so much, George. All right, I love you, Take mommy. Care. Good luck. Call, call back. All right, I will. All right. Bye. Baby, bye. All right, we have a. Facebook live question. Annette asks, what do you do when people feel like you don't know shit because you're married? Like because you're married, you no longer have a life. (laughs) I don't know that I fully understand the question. I don't fully understand the question. I think because people are probably talking about their dating life and they're like, girl, what the fuck do you know? You've been married for 10 years. Like you don't know what it's like out there dating. Tara, how long have you been married? Long uh, time. Well, I've been with him for almost ten years. But okay. Well, there we go. Decade. We've been married like a year. Okay, but still committed <laughs> and together for for a long time okay. for sure. So, what would you do if someone told you you don't know shit? <laughs> I would say they're crazy because it's still a relationship. It's still like you're you know exactly what that is, and yeah, the dating game has changed. Yeah. Like it's totally different. I never did the online world, but oh, it's no joke. It's online so serious. And I, but I think it's different. great. I've gotten a lot of my girlfriends on it and I think that it's like a really great way to meet people and not have any kind of hesitation. I mean, so many people tall, short, whatever. I mean, you definitely have hesitations about meeting people randomly in public. And now there's these apps like 
we both want to meet someone. We're both on the same app. Mm-hmm. And hello, my name is. I'm trying to get my mom on an app. I'm I'm get a you. proponent of them as well. I think it's awesome. It's a good way to as baby steps. Your mom wants to get in the dating game. She's my needs mom a little has been minute. Single for seven yes. years. She needs to get the hell up out of my house. Yes. How go on a date somewhere? I put one of my girlfriends on, and I didn't tell her. Until she started getting requests, and then I was like, "Look, this dude wants to date you, boo." Wow! You should do that to your mom. Ooh. I'm gonna fucking do that. Oh it, it would be a great episode. Can I? And then bring her in and be like, "Look, mom." Fish for a while and see if I see not if I at all. Approve. Oh man, I'm not stepping into this. This is the two of you. Catfish all day, girl. I, I don't want Dottie to think I was involved in all this, so I'm sitting outside. What's all right. the harm? Oh, we have Mike on the line. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. Hey, my celebrity, Dream Wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, boo. How are you? What's your I'm question? I'm all right. I'm all right. What's going on? Nothing much, man. Just Damn, chilling. Daddy, you right? Chilling at the crib. <laughs> we got a question? <laughs> Exclamation point. You sound like you just laying on your back, chilling, watching TV and shit, rubbing on your balls, it, talking to me. Damn, son. So what's going on? <laughs> man, this is basically, you know, I'm, I'm stuck in between two women, man. Like, you know, I got this one girl that I've been messing with for years, you know, like probably about six, seven years. But, you know, like she, she stayed in different states for she moved to state some years back, but we stayed talking, like we still talk and stuff. And, but she just, you know, but we just like got back on strong probably about a year ago, you feel me, where we talking like getting back to like really about to be with each other type stuff, like trying to really do something with the relationship. And she moved back probably about three months ago. And I don't know, like ever since she moved back, like it's, man, all we do is fight. Nothing but fighting, but I mean when I mean when it's cool and it's going good, everything cool. Like you feel me? I'm happy. It's it's everything good. But then boom, we we start fighting. It's like man, I don't even know why I'm still fucking with her. You feel me? Like I don't even know what I'm thinking. Then I got this other girl that you know I just started messing with. You feel me? Like but I don't really know. You feel me? Like I don't know what to do. Like I'm stuck. Like I don't know if I should just give up on what I've been trying to make happen for so long or or you feel me? Try something new. Like, I, don't, I don't know. And what is she arguing with you about? Just everything from little stuff like I'm getting accused of everything, is messing with every every bitch in the world. I mess with everybody. You feel me? Like and just petty stuff, just little stupid petty yeah, that's stuff. That's unfortunate. Like childish. That's shit. unfortunate. I mean, she probably not to give her an excuse, but she probably feels that that way because she wasn't around for a while so she's like what the hell have you been doing while i was gone out of state yeah um, but we weren't together but, at the end of the day, but, but that's that's irrelevant because we weren't together there like like you feel me like we ain't actually been been together together since we was way younger you know but we've been off and on talking like messing with each other we didn't really get back back together probably probably like eight nine months ago where we really tried start making started talking hard again like before that we was just cool like we because we felt like we we should just be friends and work on our friendship we in different states i ain't on that long distance you know relationship shit like i'm not i'm not on that you feel me so we just could work on relationship well we got to the point where our relationship was you feel me all the way 100 so it's like well 
I want. I'm, I'm the type to where like in my. So what do you want? Do you want to be with her? Or do you want to be with the other girl? Because if you really love this girl, like, you know the the some relationships go through a rough patch. Um, and if you really love her, I don't think you should give up on her. But if it's extremely dysfunctional, you should, you know, See, I you don't, don't think about moving on. I don't. But I don't want to give up on her. But the thing is, like, man, this this other girl, man, she she in college. She trying to be a doctor. Like, she she got it. Like, you know, like she she really trying. What do you like, think, Doctor Chris? You said what? What do you think? <laughs> I don't think you're being fair to either woman right now, what? especially if they don't know each other. If they don't know that the other person exists, but see, like, so I, I feel like at the same time though. But like, I'm I'm single as of right now, so if I was in a relationship with either one, it wouldn't be like that. Like when I'm in a relationship, like I'm I'm not going to mess with another female. So if it came to that, then I cut the other one off. You feel me? But so it's not like I'm. I'm not. So which one do you want? Which one do you want? Or you want both? I don't. I don't know for real. Like he doesn't. I did. I did want. I did want the one that I I was with for that I've been messing with for years. You feel me? I didn't want her until she came back and it's it's all this bullshit. Like you said. Like then she bring up my ex. Like that that pisses me off more than (laughs) anything is her bringing up my ex because. My ex has been long gone out the picture. Yeah, like, that's my you gotta, guess. You got to land this airplane. I say take a break. <clears throat> long gone out the Drop picture. My ex is is not even, don't even live. Fly that she plane. ain't even alive. <laughs> land. Land it. Um, I don't know what to say. I really don't. I, I, I feel like, it, like I said, every relationship goes through a rough patch. If yeah. you care enough about her, you know, you're not going to just give up on her and go see this other girl. Um, if you have feelings towards this other girl, you need to be honest <clears> with <throat> yourself and with both of them, because then you're just going to be a cheater and you're not going to you're not going to yeah. have either of them. Let me just land something here. Like healthy dating is integrity based dating is ethical dating, which means you're talking about another human being. So just remember that, that there's like another human being on the receiving end of all this. And you have to be aware of that. You don't want to hurt people. Healthy dating isn't dating in a way that makes other people feel bad or abandoned or injured. So just consider everyone's feelings. All right. Good luck, Mike. Mike. Thank you. We have a Facebook live question. If someone wants to be with you, this is not a question. This is a statement. (laughs) If someone wants to be with you, they'll put the time aside for you. No one's ever that busy. True that. All right, dropping gems on Love Line. We should have told him that. <laughs> right. We thought shit, we thought we had another And you fucking bitch. You're fucking up everything. God. We got a lot going on tonight. Jesus Terry came on a good Christ. night. I Technical think difficulties. <laughs> not to like go back into his world, but like he should experiment with the other chick. And if that's not what he wants, he's like, she's so great. If that's not what he wants, yeah, then she's go. Yeah, she's so great because he knew her for a month. Exactly. I, I fucking, it's just, it's like. Oh no, I, I, I totally am with you. And I'm curious when they started, I wanted to ask him when they started having problems. But if you're still listening, if you started having problems around the same time that you started liking this other chick, there should be some red flags. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can get some um, questions on Facebook Live. Hit us with some questions, you guys. We're looking right now. Um, some people are still having trouble getting the feedback up after it quit, apparently. Oh, the number is 213-375-5258. 213-375-5258. 
Um, yeah, P.S. Yes, it really is live. We yeah. really are live. And the number's on the uh, Loveline Twitter page. Yeah. Posted right there. How do you feel about enhancing your sex life? Like you mentioned like swingers and everything else, but how do you feel like <clears throat> toys? Do we dare go there? I don't like toys. Amber what? Doesn't. Yeah. I don't. I, Nothing? I said that on my talk show. I said that on this show. Um, that's on the list. <laughs> One of the things <laughs> that's on the list. <laughs> But um, wait. Yeah, that's on your that list anal. to her, use toys for her. What? Yeah. Oh, Adam specific? and Eve. Adam. Adam and Eve sent us like a flood of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> just saying in a relationship. No, I just I don't want it. But Amber might not be into it. But I I think it's awesome. I mean, look, the most when you're with your partner for a long period of time, the arousal is going to drop. We get right. habituated, right? So the most exciting arousing thing sexually is newness and novelty totally and so folding in toys i think is awesome and some guys their confidence drops because they're thinking like that's not me that's a right. toy and i'm like no you're holding it you're using it on your partner well, it's an extension if it's a, of if it's, you if it's shaped like a dick they feel some type of way but it's still you holding it yeah you're still in the room you're still being looked at still- don't be threatened by that there's, um, I just gave my husband a fun toy. It was like a vibrator with a remote control that we go out in public with. Where you're, oh, you you so, have it in you. Yeah. And he's like working it. <laughs> that's cool. And nobody else like knows about that. it except for us. You're bold. I do now. If I ever bump in you out at a restaurant, I'm going to be doing You're like, this. ooh. So you'd be like, <laughs> just wondering if your expression is changing. my husband, is it do you have a remote or? on you? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's but I think smart. it's fun. And it's like your own little inside thing. And I think that it doesn't have to necessarily always be in the bedroom. It it can be that's other amazing. places. I would Sex definitely do that for sure. You would? Yeah, I would. Okay. I would do that. Put that on the list. Yeah. <laughs> that's on the list. <laughs> Stamp. Adam and Eve, feel free to send us one. Um, how do you feel about anal? Because he tells me that I need to try anal. And You've never tried anal. No. I'm calling bullshit. I I'm sorry to say it. No, it's true. You'd think she would, right? I yeah. I would think everyone he'd be thinks I I'm like a, analaholic. Listen, me and Doctor Chris, he, like he knows me because obviously we talk about this stuff all the time, right? That um yes, I was a stripper back in the day. It was not sexual for me. It was literally money. I just right. wanted money. Uh, it was just a job. It was just a job for me. Um, and when it comes to my sex life, I'm. It's not. I wouldn't say it's boring. It's not boring. It's not missionary but it's not crazy either it's just not i just i i've never been into anything yet yes <laughs> yes and then yet. they hand you the remote yes. i'm just kidding the remote i can do that i think that would be fun i think that would be very fun but i mean as far as like anal it's like i just want i just want my vagina just plowed i don't want anything up my butt yet yeah <laughs> what about any other weird things i'm curious have no. you ever been peed on no <laughs> whoa no damn am i but am i being too vulgar no I, like, oh my god the show no, no this is great uh, okay. listen the the fact of the matter is is that i will be honest with you most all of my boyfriends that i've had right have always been very very respectful and i say respectful as in like they never asked me for that, if that means anything. Like they never, they definitely cheated on me and got that from other women. But so not so respectful. <laughs> but but yeah, that's what I mean. It's not it's not about respect. It was just they never gave me the opportunity to actually do it. Maybe they were scared, and it's not that I, I that well, I wouldn't thing. have done it. 
Um, it's just they, they never asked me to do it. There's a stigma around it. And I, this comes in my office all the time where people think that to be peed on is belittling and demeaning. And it's not. It depends on the subjective meaning you give to it. Yeah. So for some people, being peed on might mean that's being demeaned. <laughs> right. And that might actually even arouse them. And for other people, it's about saying, I want to be closer to you. I want more of you. I want I want more of you on me. Right. And um, we just did an article on this for Vice. <clears throat> There's nothing inherently wrong about that. Pee is actually very safe to even be consumed and drank. How do you feel Especially about anal? Especially drank a lot of water. Um, I think, I think anal is awesome. I think everyone should try exploring all parts of their partner's body. Mm-hmm. Me and Amber talk about this all the time. When I'm dating someone, I want every part of them in my mouth at some point. Hey. I like a lot of closeness. So fucking I don't hot. like boundaries, right? Like I want to explore all of you. I like a lot of closeness and connection. And so to pee on someone is to give them even more of you, just like to ejaculate on someone, but not forever. Now I love that. That's something that I, <laughs> I enjoy. Cream pies. <laughs> No, that's ejaculating inside, yeah. but I, I I love it all over my face, my body, everything. It's def- it's very sexy to me. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Did you have to cross that off the list or was that already off no, the list? No, I've been doing that for years. Yeah, that was already off the list. <laughs> Just checking if this is a new found. Yeah. No, likes- but I love, yeah, I, I love uh, getting facials and all. It's just amazing. I love it. Yeah, Kapari, yeah. cum. <laughs> but it's funny because i don't know i'm the, every guy that i've dated it's like are you sure can i and it's like yes do it please i love it it's okay but they that's look at I, me as very angel-esque at some point in a relationship like i it's like oh i can't ejaculate on her face it's not nice i don't know why they do is. that to me i'm too nice i said it in the beginning of the podcast I'm too. They feel bad to ejaculate <laughs> on my face. I'm sorry. Yeah, How no. horrible is that? That's horrible. I feel like I know That's way too much about intimacy, Val already. Blocking intimacy and closeness, right? I know. We all know so who she's talking about. She talks about this stuff too. We can all picture it, right? I'm trying to like block <laughs> out talking that about cream pies. right now. <laughs> Dude, you obviously like cream pies. You have two kids. <laughs> I have two kids. Yes. Yeah. Cream pies are awesome. Cream pies are my favorite. So, we have someone on the phone. <laughs> anyway. This is Amber likes being nutted on. I do. Okay. Um, Blessing. Her name is Blessing, or his name is Blessing. They're on the phone. Hello. Hey. Hi, Blessing. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Hi, honey. You're on with me and Dr. Chris and Tara. Do you have a question? Yes, I do. Go ahead. We're all ears. What's your question? Oh man, sorry, we just lost you. We're having a lot of technical problems tonight, but that's okay. We were all with it. It's actually not. It's not like it's a thunderstorm outside or anything. No, I don't know what that's about. That would be a good excuse, what? but it's not yeah. happening. Oh, she may have gotten nervous. Okay. Um. So let's. Just it's hard to talk about your sexuality in front of everyone. It is. Yeah. And sometimes just saying it out loud is hard. To like another random stranger. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. Just saying out loud to yourself. So let's talk about yours for a minute. Let's do it. <laughs> You've been in a relationship for 10 years. Yeah. Do you feel like you're at that point where you're needing to try and push and bring new things in to keep it novel and hot? Um, you know, we split for about like a year and a half in that whole mess. And in the beginning it was mess and now it's not. Um, because I, I, I think I was very similar to Amber. Like I was like a serial relationshipist and I was always in a relationship. Um, we always talk about that and I think we've done a few of those fun things 
And I think that they're been very beneficial, whether it be like different partners or different toys, or I just feel like doing things outside the box is always a bonus. And I think that doing it with somebody you love is even better. There's some things that it's hard though. It's, it's hard to like be confident. Like it's definitely difficult to be confident in a relationship when you feel like they want something else sometimes and Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you're like giving them everything that they need. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Which one person can't ever maybe fully do and it's hard for us to accept that the person we love that we're with that we can't maybe give them everything. Right. Because maybe we don't want to do everything or maybe their sexuality is more diverse than who we are and what we are. Totally. And that's got to be okay, right? I, fe- I feel like it's totally okay and you should be confident in it. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing and I we're like living not, in the best day. I'm not. You're not what? Why? I'm not confident enough to share someone that I love with someone else. But I'm not just talking about sharing your sexuality and being able to like... No, like being confident and saying like, look, I'm into this. I like this. Can we try this? Communication, 100%. But to share them with someone else i i don't know why i'm just i rather have a threesome with like my friends right because there's no tie there there's, there's no, no stakes yeah. yeah there's no stakes there's no loss in that. i get it yeah but i get that too like I'm, I'm in a committed relationship right now we're monogamous yeah i right now would absolutely not want to be told that you know we're gonna try sex with other people like at this place in my relationship i want i want the depth of just two of us only Right. Like there's an immersion in that. It's just me and you and it's yeah. only going to be me and you and we have to make it work. Like I love the intimacy building of that. Me too. But I don't that know. That takes work too. Yeah. But I don't know what it'll feel like 10 years from now, which right. is where you're at. So right. I can't even speak to that. Right. No, but we're not, let me like not misunderstand. I mean, like we have played in the past and it's been playful, but it's not like a matter of like, I feel like we need to play around. It's more like. Right. I mean, honestly, right now it's like we get excited when the kids are asleep because yeah. <laughs> it's like, woo! I mean, it's, it's at that awkward stage where We're it's putting like, on a movie. Is she looking at me. OK, we yeah. can't do this. Yeah. yeah I mean, those kinds sure. of moments. So like, yeah, we're putting on a quote unquote movie. <laughs> but I mean, definitely, I'd, I feel like when you're like confident within your relationship, you're going to want to eventually and not necessarily play with people, but you're wanna, you're going to want to mix it up. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't necessarily have to be another human. Yeah. You're right. saying like... In any capacity. In any in capacity. Any yeah. Yeah. For sure. For I mean, sure. that's why I work with... Some of the couples I work with have been together for a long time. They're like, you know, we, we're, we're monogamous and we want to stay that way. Awesome. Right. And they say, but we want to try something new. I'm like, go to one of those really great sex boutiques, wander around the totally. two of you and see what you don't get, what you don't understand. Go learn about it. See what turns you on. See what mm-hmm. you haven't tried. Bring something home. I mean, totally. I love that for people. Watch a porno. Totally. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. I think we have Blessing back on the phone. Blessing, are you She's there? Yes, I'm here. Hello? All right. Yeah. What's your question? Welcome back. Thank you. So what's your question? So my question is, I've been seeing a guy for the past seven months. Who We've been on and off dating. I initially stepped out. I was really drunk one night. Um, but one of my issues with him was he got out of a relationship for seven years and he says he and his ex are still friends but they took a whole trip together and recently he just ended things but my thing is should I still I still really like him should I continue to try and pursue the relationship or just leave things the way they are 
Oh, I say you pursue it. Pursue it? Okay. 100%. Yeah, she's saying that what? That he was with someone and then he ended it with her. But, but then went. She, but did he cheat on you? Not that I no, know of. right? Right. He just spent yeah. time with her again. That's just, right? it's, that's just hard. Yeah. That's, they, they, Overnight time? Terror. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw that in there. I'm a fan of people being friends with their exes. Yeah. Because I'm a fan of people loving rela- leaving relationships lovingly and not burning them down. Yeah, but going on vacation with your ex. Is that what she said? Wait, Blessing, did Thank they go on you. vacation together? Did they do what they together? Yes. They went on vacation together? Yes, they took a little weekend trip. To, okay, it was That's other people in the mix, but it's still the fact. Where were you at? Why didn't he take you? Exactly. Well, we were in a little fight at the moment. So he took his ex instead? Yes. I mean, let me tell you something. I have some exes that are really good friends of mine, and I have really awesome rock-solid boundaries and integrity, and so it's very I, not. Is it, it's not possible. It is. It does happen. I do go on vacation with them. Mm. Exes of mine, I'll take I just think sometimes. that's okay, but you're also in spiteful. a serious relationship. Thank you, Amber. That's true. Yeah, I think that's super petty. Like, oh, we're arguing, so I'm gonna go take my ex on this little weekend vacation. Well, it, wait exactly. a minute, hold up. I don't know it was all that. I'm just saying, <laughs> blessing. Is that what it was? Yes, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Let me see. If anyone watched the Amber Rose shows, uh, the Amber Rose show on VH1, you will remember <laughs> that no matter what the question asked was, Amber's answer was he cheating. <laughs> <laughs> he cheating. Every week, Amber's answer was he's cheating. <laughs> But then I was like, nah, for yes, real. I let know. me let me yeah. talk, talk some real shit. Um, but yeah, listen, I think if you love him and care about him, that you should pursue it. Um, and just ask him, you know, if he did anything. I guess if you want to know. Well, and Tara called it out. Know. Like, I'm in a committed relationship, so things are different. You know, if you and him were not in a committed relationship at that moment, things mm-hmm. were iffy, you were getting in a fight, yeah. he wanted to go on vacation with his ex, that might have been able to work somehow in that moment. I would say moving forward now, let this person know what you're interested in. I want to be with you. Let's be committed. Let's not go on vacation with our exes and give it a try. And I always think it's great if you're interested in someone to circle back and see what you can do. If he's that great of a guy. Thank I you. That. You know? Yeah. Hence my um, thank you for calling in. Thanks, Blessing. Thank you. All right, well, you guys, that's it. Please subscribe to the podcast. It's Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. Thank you so much, Tara. This has been so much fun. Love you. Yo, listen, come anytime. I love it. We didn't say the word vagina once. We said pussy a few times. In the good, beginning. good, good, good. Get it out there. <laughs> I thought it was going to be <laughs> more vagina talk, more vag talk. No, not so much. Is there anything you want to drop, babe, before we get off? Uh, no, I'm just excited. I mean, this is the sixth season, and it's going to be really great with Little Women. I think that this season is going to be more dramatic. I know everybody says that, but it's just so mm. true with everything that's happened. And actually, um, there's more to come. 2017 is a crazy great year for oh, everyone. Yeah. Lifetime and on the 28th, yes? Yep, Lifetime on the 28th, 9-8 Central. And drop your um, Instagram and Twitter handles. Everything's under Tara Jolie. T-E-R-R-A-J-O-L-E. Not Jolie like Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Jolie, Jolie. All right, you guys. Take care until next week. And subscribe to the Loveline podcast. Adios. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.